You are listening to From Sobriety to Recovery, episode 72. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to From Sobriety to Recovery. This is episode 72. I am Jesse Mogul. I am in addiction recovery. We are going to be joined by Sue Mandel today because this is an episode specifically about our sober sessions, the coaching program that Sue Mandel and I are launching together. We got such great feedback from her when she was on the show back for episode 56 and 63, I believe. So without any further ado, let's bring Sue Mandel right in because we have a lot to talk about. How are you doing today, Sue? Hey, Jesse, I am fantastic. It is so great to be back with you again. I knew when we did those first two sessions that we were going to do something really special together. And now we're getting ready to launch it. We are. (laughs) Tell them what we're going to do. Well, you know, when we first met back in our NLP training, you know, almost three years ago, if you really were to follow the timeline, you and I immediately had an idea of putting together a coaching program using NLP um, and figuring out a way to teach people the way we've used it in order to make our lives better. And so here we are three years later, the idea has grown, guys, to just profound levels between the programs that Sue and I have taken together and apart, the books and the modules and everything that we've read. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to take all of these things that we have learned and we're going to bring them to you guys um, on a weekly basis. We're going to call it the sober sessions because we think that really rolls off the tongue. Super awesome. And we're going to cover some amazing topics. It's really an opportunity to take what we're doing here at the podcast and what Sue and I do when we speak in front of uh, addiction recovery centers and people of that nature. We're really going to take it and now we're going to put it into a more intimate setting. You know, Zoom has taken off because of the pandemic. And I think that's really allowed a lot of people to learn software that they were not accustomed to back in March. And because of that, um, we're We now have the opportunity to be able to reach all of you around the country and in many cases around the world, because I've got listeners of the podcast in over 50 countries. So here we go. We're going to launch this up and we're going to start the first one this coming up Thursday at 6 Pacific and uh, 9 Eastern. Don't worry about the times. You're going to be able to locate all of that on social media because we might move it around. We're definitely going to have to launch more in the future when this gets so busy. Um, Sue, what what are your thoughts about what we're getting ready to create because the, the excitement we just spent two hours on the phone talking about this before we even hit record i know your excitement's through the roof what are you really excited about when it comes to the sober sessions well you know jesse when i got sober and i got sober in 1988 i had someone in my life that helped me with the hacks of how to take the things i was learning with regard to sobriety and recovery and really intimate, or I'm sorry, um, implement them in my life, because that's the whole point. I got sober to go out and live life the best I could. This is what we're doing. We're going to talk about and do some teachings that will help people take the, the slogans they hear or the ideas that they know about staying sober and apply them to not getting upset with somebody around you, not looking at the worst case situation about how to control which way your mind's going to go running so you don't spiral down into the toilet. This is so exciting to me because this is how I learned to live life. And after 32 years in recovery, I got a pretty damn good life. I can't (laughs) complain. 
Well, I think that's where I really enjoy that dichotomy, the, 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 the difference between where I'm at in this addiction recovery journey and where you're at, right? You're over 30 years. I'm just coming on my fourth year in January. And it's so awesome. And this is why the moment we met, I knew this was going to be a great connection because I'm fresh in it, right? Like there's many times where I feel like even, even in three and a half years, I'm still riding the pink cloud. Like I just think, wow, man, this is amazing. Life is great. I've brought in all my talents, passions, skills, hobbies that I, that alcohol and drug addiction had, had, had ceased from me. And boy, it's, you know, here it is. And then boom, we've got you with over 30 years, still vibrant, still amazing, still attacking life to its fullest, still living the best self. And so that, uh, you know, you've got all of those experiences bring, you're able to bring in. So those old timers out there, and I know y'all are listening, you know, who are like, oh, who's this young whippersnapper with only three years telling me how to do it. I mean, look, I know we're all open-minded. I know we all sit in these meetings and we realize that you can learn from anyone at any point in time, if you're just open and willing to do it. But at the same time, there's got to be that amazingness that comes from someone with over three decades in sobriety and recovery. And this list that you sent of the topics that we're going to be covering over the next few months is just absolutely splendid. And I don't want, I want to give you the opportunity to talk about some of your bullet points you sent over. So if you have that email open, let's run through those a couple and let's talk to the audience about what they can expect from these sober sessions moving forward. I will. But the first thing I want to say is Jesse and anybody else, you don't have to get off your pink cloud. There was an old timer that told me that when I was about three years sober, because I was still on my pink cloud. And everybody kept telling me, oh, just wait for the other shoe to drop. It's going to happen. And an old timer said, it doesn't have to happen. It's totally up to you. And so I have chosen to spend the majority of my time on a pink cloud, still in reality, but the other shoe doesn't have to drop. What a great message. Like really take that in guys. Like why, why does the enthusiasm of not using anymore in order to be your best self and to embrace all the emotions that come with life and it's ups and downs, right? Like we've talked so many times that it's not sobriety and recovery that sucks. It can just be life that can be a little, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's life. There's ebbs and flows and, and Sue, what a great message. Cause yeah, I, why, 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 why do you have to get off of this flying pink unicorn elephant of joy? Like, can't we just all just be thrilled with our lives uh, and know that we're not using? And I think that's what a great message right there. I mean, that could be a whole episode. <laughs> well, I love that. Well, it probably will be a whole message at some point. I mean, a whole episode, but I like that unicorn pink elephant. That's really good. <laughs> so let's go back to some of the topics that, that we just threw together, because these are going to be some of the things that have made a huge difference in my life. And I know they've made a big difference in your life as well, Jesse, even though you haven't been sober as long, it's about today. And these things have affected both of us greatly. Um, limiting beliefs are disguised as reality. You know what a limiting belief is. Do you think your audience does, Jess? I think at this point, we understand limiting beliefs and limiting decisions, right, guys? Okay. I mean, you know, I, I think that, you know, when you say, I can't because I've never, right? Like, that's a limiting belief. So quick review for anybody who doesn't maybe remember that off the top of your heads, but we have discussed that. Um, in fact, I think I may have done an entire episode about that because you were on the, the show and you mentioned it one time. I was like, you know what? Ooh. I think limiting beliefs need its own episode. They do because we look at them as reality because we think they are, but they aren't. They're still beliefs. And so that's one of the things I think that we could dive into to a great depth. Another one is people right now with 
the pandemic are really missing community and connection and even learning because um, it's not what we're used to. We're used to, and human beings, we want to be close and connected. So we are finding ways to do that, even though we can't get together personally a lot of times. Another one was, what is the number one internal obstacle stopping you from doing the two or three things that are most important to you? What let can me, that be? Let me jump in on that one, I, because uh, for those of you who want to know more about the Limiting Beliefs episode, that's episode 60. It came a few episodes after Sue's first trip on this, epi- on this show, which was 56, if you guys want to go back and listen to it. And right there, the number one internal obstacle that can stop people from doing things, you know, again, it can be their fixed mindset, or it can be their uh, limiting beliefs that they have about themselves. So it's, when you guys start to hear what Sue and I are discussing, you're going to realize that all of this becomes this amazing spider web where everything touches another one of the strings some way or somehow. And when you start to see the interconnectedness of all of these things and you get an understanding of them, man, it'll just be like pop. You'll have this epiphany, you'll have this breakthrough and you'll just be amazed that you didn't see it, but that's okay because we all have a different flashlight focused on a different thing. And we're here to show you what we're noticing. And because of the way this show is going to be, the the sober sessions are going to be organized. We're going to do 20 minutes of teaching at the beginning. And then it's a Q and a at the back half so that you have an opportunity to get your questions out there, to get them answered and to show us where you're shining a flashlight on perhaps something that we're not even noticing at the time. So it's going to be an absolutely interactive experience. And and I can't wait because it is like a spider web. All of these things are interconnected and they actually make up our life. Um, Another one is learning how to plant goals on your timeline. It's a great thing for moving forward. How about turning off life's cruise control? Mm -hmm. So we really participate in life. That's a great one. I'm, I'm taking an Eckhart Tolle class right now on manifestation. And he all talks about how humans are naturally um, programmed to be all about doing. And he really wants us to focus on the beingness of, of the humanity. And I mean, the, the intro to that was amazing. Of, of just talking, I mean, he starts bringing in teachings from Jesus and Buddha and Allah and, it, you know, talking about the wholeness of the self. And that's right there, getting out, off of cruise control and, and just noticing the world around you. Mm. That's also a part of, you know, not living your life as a doing person, living it as a being person, a human being, also has to do with getting balance into the other areas of your life, not just turning off cruise control, but not living your life by a to-do list. And we'll talk more about that as well. Um, Yeah, boy, you mentioned epiphanies. I could do a whole hour on just listing out the epiphanies I've had in this past six months. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Always learning, always. especially today, how to live and I'm sorry, how to not live and die by the daily news. Who needs all the and the fear that comes with the way the news is being presented today? It doesn't matter what station you watch. It doesn't matter what you believe in. It's all set up to monger some type of fear and to keep us scared. Mm-hmm. And oh boy, we don't need to live that way. 
at no, all. No, and you know, in fact, I noticed that the the friends of mine. And you're right. I love that you brought in the different channels because it doesn't honestly matter I, what channel you're watching. They're they are just pumping your ears full of stuff to keep you scared, to keep you paying attention. And what it, what what makes me upset is that it actually drives a divide in between people. Where if you were to just release all of that and start looking at the way that we're similar, at the issues that we're all facing, right? That, mm-hmm. There's so much more we all have in common besides just the fact that we're human, but all of our, you know, all of our issues. I mean, we, we got into addiction because we had suffering and we were looking for medicine and the medicine became the poison. And yet we, we sit here and we let these outer influences drive wedges in between us and complete strangers. And it, it baffles me. And I think it's going to be a great topic for you and I to cover during the sober sessions. Me too. And it's going to be really neat because we're going to discuss the actual topic. We're not going to discuss the politics that have been brought up through this topic because what the topic or what the subject matter is doesn't matter. It's learning how to not live and die by the things that you're hearing from the outside. And um, so that's going to be really exciting. You know, I love that. Before we move on to some of your other amazing topics is that you pointed that out, because whether you're whether you're talking Democrats versus Republicans, and again, why do I just naturally say versus? Why does it have to be versus? Mm-hmm. But it could also be vegans and carnivores. Like there it doesn't, there are so many different places where in our lives, it naturally seems like it's an us versus them kind of mentality that has been just seeded into our brains. And we don't even realize it's happening. And before you know it, you feel like, oh, it's Hyundai versus Honda. What what are you talking about? It's a car that takes me somewhere. (laughs) Well, you know, and that's so true because you and I almost got caught in that the other day when we were talking. Absolutely. We we were talking about another program that we're involved with and I was having a different understanding than you were and we almost started bucking against it. What's Uh the point? Instead of really discussing it, it was, no, I'm right, you're wrong. No, you're right, I'm right. And that was silly. I really, before we, okay, now we're, let's, let's, this is so awesome. The things that Suet brings up and the things that her and I experience with each other, because before we go to her next point, I know a lot of y'all might think, oh, you know, they're life coaches, they're NLP speakers. They, they do do all of this and they do it for a living. And it's awesome. And that we, that we just somehow seamlessly always integrate. We do not. Sue and I do not always seamlessly integrate our, uh, we, we got into a debate about, this whole daily news cycle just like a week or two ago. And it was like, okay, okay, we got to stop, right? This whole be connected thing that we're into. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't understand it. Like we had, like, okay, I'm, I'm feeling emotionally triggered. You're feeling emotionally triggered. Like, see, but see guys, it's, it's not the lack of being emotionally triggered, right? It's that, that won't stop. We're humans. It's okay. You want to be emotionally triggered because you want to feel it's just not letting those feelings, you know, all of a sudden turn it into this whole, let's get into the octagon then and let's figure out who's right and who's wrong because the moment it becomes who's right versus who wrong then everybody loses everyone loses when the battle is who's right and who's wrong because i'm not going to change sue's core belief system just because i believe something different it's a matter of seeing the similarities and allowing somebody else to you know to experience life through their terms and, and through their perspective and not trying to beat my perspective into somebody because you start screaming into somebody's face there's zero percent chance they're going to continue listening to you <laughs> absolutely it's probably even a negative chance they're going to continue listening <laughs> yes but- think, think about that if you're a parent All right. (laughs) Well, I want to say something to what you just said, Jess. Please, please. We we are coaches. We 
in recovery and sobriety and living life. And we coach in, in how to speak. And, and we do that, but we are still humans. Mm -hmm. Just like you said, this happened to us, but it didn't explode. That's the difference. You know, I am, like I said, over 30 years sober. And I had two total meltdowns this week. They only lasted a couple minutes each, but it happens. This is part of life. But the deal is not to let it become the focus. It's to acknowledge it, address it, figure out where it came from and let it go. Yes. Yes. You know, uh, just to jump ahead on your list, because this ties into what we're talking about. Today's worst problem is still a first world problem, not mm -hmm. a third world problem. You have that listed as one of the topics. And it's like, think about that. A, a difference that Sue and I have is literally about a thought that, that is in our heads. It's not like, oh my God, we only have one piece of cake left and I'm starving and you're starving. Okay. Now we got to fight over the piece of cake. And again, you don't have to, you can just cut the piece of cake in half, but it's just funny how we take some of these things that are going on in our lives and we blow them up to this, like, oh my God, the world is coming to an end. And it's like, really? Is, is the way, is the world really coming to an end? Or are you just having an emotional moment? <laughs> Most times, I think that for myself anyway, I feel when I get into that place that I don't have enough control. I feel like I am um, flailing loosely or, or aimlessly around in some kind of vortex because if I feel like I don't have control, I don't, mm -hmm. I feel like I can't move forward, like everything is coming in on me. And it's true, I'm gonna jump again. We can't control a lot of what goes on around us. Uh, we can change our environment on a personal level, but today with the pandemic, with the things that come down, the, the guidelines, the suggestions, the orders, we can't control any of that. However, we can control how it, it affects us and how we respond to those situations. Oh, and by yeah. learning to control some of those things, gives us control or a better handle on everything. I mean, blowing my mind. I'm loving these topics, right? I mean, for, when I got the Eckhart Tolle manifestation, he talks about being and doing. I'm reading the, and I'm really in detail outlining the Daring Greatly book by Brene Brown that I've just tore through. It's amazing. And she talks about that exact same thing that you just referenced. It's, it's all about, you know, is, you know, and again, guys, you've been listening for a while. You know, I talk about reactions being emotionally triggered versus responses being emotionally grounded, right? This isn't a new, a new topic to y'all. Sue's bringing a whole new perspective on it. And it's like, are you reacting or are you responding? Are you, are you settling down and realizing, okay, what can I control here? Because we're humans. And um, what book do, did I recently read? God, I've read too many of them. Wait, what? Maybe uh, he talks about, uh, and I've talked about how, uh, oh my God, I just lost my train of thought. I talked about response, reaction. Oh, certainty. All right. And we've talked about certainty versus uncertainty before. Episode three of this entire show is all about the six human needs. And you can go back. Tony Robbins talks about these humans crave certainty. And so when Sue talks about the world coming down around her, right, because she can't possibly see all of the scenarios, it, it what ends up happening is that because there's a lack of certainty, there becomes almost like this discombobulation in our heads. And we're going to talk about how to rein that in and, and start to see, well, what is certain? 
right? Like if we're humans and we naturally desire certainty, let's not fight against that. Yes, uncertainty is amazing. That's where growth happens. That's where knowledge is created. That's where ideas and thoughts turn into reality. There has to be uncertainty for anything amazing to occur in your life, but you can also find some certainty within there that'll give you some calmness, some inner peace. And we're going to go through that. We're going to show you some practices to bring inner peace in. Oh my goodness. Every time you open your mouth, you give me another amazing idea that we've already talked about. This is what's so great. Well, you know, I just put that on our list, the six human needs. A lot of people don't understand exactly what that means and how they're all vital to our survival. I know for myself, I spent a lot of time trying to focus on, say, two of those needs and not really the other four because I was just driven. And that's really more like being on a precipice ready to fall off versus having balance in your life. Yes. Yes. And I love that we're going to go back over some of the episodes. In fact, guys, you're going to notice a lot of the things that we're going to be talking about in sober sessions are literally being pulled directly from the episodes, except that now you have the opportunity to sit in on a more intimate level to be able to hear us teach directly, right? So we're going to, you know, we're going to talk about the why understanding this is important, the what of it, and giving you some of the context where it falls into your life. And then we're going to show you how, how to be able to start seeing it within yourself and you showing you some tips, tricks, and hacks that will allow you to move through this. And then of course, there's going to be the Q&A portion where you can go through all of your what ifs and you can really, you know, start to dive in deeper on a more personal level of experience experiences you've had where you think, okay, well, I'd really like some one-on-one tutelage, but now it's going to be in a group setting. Because one of the things that I think we've all learned is that when somebody else asks a question, if we're listening and we're open-minded to what's being discussed, we will actually find help for ourselves within the answer that's actually being directed at that one person, but is for the entire community. That is absolutely true, Jesse. And in addition to that, what's going to happen is just like when you and I start talking, these amazing ideas start bubbling up to the top and we're making notes of them and we're talking about them and how it affects things in our lives and what we can do with it. And that will happen to people when they're listening and joining us in these conversations. Oh, will it ever? I mean, like one of your, one of the points that we're going to talk about during the sober sessions about what do you get when you have a, when you sober up a horse thief, you get a sober horse thief, right? Like we don't just want to be the sober versions of our old selves. We want to be the sober version of our new best self. And, you know, understanding that life is a journey and it's not about the destination, which I issues galore with destination driven. And I'm you know, constantly reminding myself, wait, Jesse, be in the moment, being, not doing, right? Going back to Tole and what we talked about about 15 minutes ago, be in the moment and not be thinking about, okay, well, what's going to happen after this event's over? Just be in it, like really appreciate this life that you're creating for yourself. You know, being in the moment, I have found Something that works for me is really good is stopping and listening to what somebody is saying versus thinking about how I'm going to respond. And oftentimes I'm listening so intently, I forget the response, which isn't a bad deal because I'm listening. I already know what's in my head. Learning what's in somebody else's head is only going to add to it. If I keep interrupting with what I need to say, I'm never going to learn anything different. Yep. Yeah, I think, and that's the thing, right? Like, 
I think at a young age, that's sort of shown to us. We're little kids. We want some attention. So we start talking really fast. So our parents can interrupt. So our friends can interrupt. You know, we're five, seven, nine, 12, 13 years old. We think no one's paying attention to us. And so we just start to talk really fast. I still do it. It's one of the reasons I talk fast because I used to sit around a, you know, a smoking coked up circle with my college friends. And if you took one breath to just, you know, stop and think about what you're getting ready to say, 11 people would jump in with their comment. And before you know it, what you were trying to express gets swallowed up. So, right. right? Sorry, I did it again. No, but, but, but that's okay. Cause this is an inner, you know, what you are, this is us discussing, but I love how you bring that up. It's like just being there and, you know, don't, don't listen to respond, listen to learn. Exactly. And it, it's really a skill that you have to practice. And as you see, I'm obviously not an expert at it because I started to interrupt you again. But I agree with you completely. There is so much more to experience than just what goes on between our own two ears. You know, and we have a saying. Now, we should maybe preface this too, Jesse. I got sober in AA with outside counseling and coaches and therapy. And you have gotten sober using that coaching and therapy without the AA. So Mm -hmm. the whole point is learning the tools, not necessarily where you learn them. Um, And it's a great topic. (laughs) It is. We should write that down. Well, I think that was episode two or four or something. It's like, it doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't matter the program, right? Like the goal here, guys and gals, is that we just, we we get sober and we enjoy sobriety and that we get ourselves in addiction recovery because they're not the same, right? One of them is, you know, ho- holding on with white knuckles and counting the days. And another one is stepping into the healing and, and, and releasing the suffering, right? And it's like, and again, my opinion of what sobriety and, and addiction recovery it could be different than what Sue thinks it is. And it doesn't matter what vehicle we're driving to get there, as long as that we're all on that journey to get there. And again, it is not even a destination because I guess the only destination is a coffin. And by getting sober, we stopped ourselves from showing up to that destination early. And now we get what? 20, 40, 50, 70 more years of this amazing life. Oh my God, I'm just rambling now. I'm so excited. (laughs) But you know why you're excited? Because many people, when they get sober, stop drugs, stop alcohol, stop whatever it is that they are doing that's interrupting their lives. Once they stop that, they think they're never, ever going to have fun again mm-hmm. and that their identity is wrapped up in their drinking or their drugging behavior or their gambling behavior or just their procrastination. That's their identity. How many times have you heard somebody say, I always procrastinate? Mm-hmm. That's not an identity, but we take it on. And by getting over, we learn that we can have so much fun. This is about enjoying life, not being sent to it. That's why you're so excited, Jesse. Absolutely. And then you look, guys, she just she's bringing up procrastination. Oh, I'm always uh, I'm always procrastinating. That's a limiting decision. Right. Like that's saying, well, I mean, so you've already decided. I guarantee you in your life, if you were to go back, you could find at least one instance where you did not procrastinate. I mean, hell, okay, let's just use our drug and alcohol uh, histories. I bet you there was a time where somebody called you up and said, hey, I got some really good drugs and alcohol over here. You should get over here ASAP. And I bet you you had your shoes on and your keys in your hand and you were already in your car halfway there before you even realized that you, you know, that you were, that you had left the house. Like oh. there are times in your life where you didn't procrastinate. So you're not always procrastinating. 
Jesse, I didn't procrastinate. I was at their house before we hung up. <laughs> you learned how to teleport. That's how that's how important it was to be there. <laughs> that's it exactly. <laughs> I mean, so guys, I mean, look, you know, and I mean, and then other topics. I mean, grief and and suffering and being in trance mode and future pacing, so that you've already got yourself twenty steps down the road. When now you're all discombobulated, or you're like, oh my god, I don't know how to do step twenty, so I'm not even going to start step one. When that's ridiculous because by the time you start step one, step two is probably different than what you had initially thought of it as. It's literally like I'm talking about College Success Habits podcast right now because I talk so much about that there. Uh, we got conflict resolution coming up. We're going to be discussing emotional intelligence. Guys and gals, I, I cannot express to you how much uh, Sue and I have prepared for these sober sessions, the amount of stuff that we learn the, the amount of things that w- that we have already begun to brainstorm up. I mean, this is just step one of a much larger plan to really grow a, a community that embraces the change and that embraces the journey and that is there for one another um, in whatever capacity you decide you want to be there. You know, we're here to show you ways that we're moving forward and creating our best self. And you're going to take all these little pieces of knowledge and tidbits of fun, and you're going to incorporate it in your own little life stew. And you might think, well, that's great. I like that, but maybe not that so much. It doesn't matter what part you take, as long as you're creating your own amazing life stew that you can look down upon and say, man, wow, look what I have done. This is so much more than I ever thought it could be. Oh, absolutely. And just while you're talking, you just click three more things into my brain. And I put them on this list. I added the grief, suffering, and trance. But I'm also thinking you can't create the solution with the same thinking that created the problem, which is why other minds help. I know for a fact, when I got sober, my coach helped me create an emergency action plan. If something was going to happen that might make me drink or use again, Um, he helped me understand the real meaning of the serenity prayer because they were words that I was speaking. But when I got to internalize what it meant, I got to actually apply it in my life. And those lessons, I never would have learned those on my own because I didn't know them. How can I learn them from myself? Absolutely, right? Right. I mean, it's in that, and that's, and I love how you just busted out a sort of, I think you paraphrase a really awesome Einstein quote right there when you talked mm-hmm. about the, the can't same thinking versus changing yourself. And I mean, and that's, you know, guys, we're just dropping wisdom bombs all over the place. <laughs> so. That's it. And you know, we've already been bombing on you for about half an hour. But yeah. Is, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, yeah, I think our my original intention was for a 20 minute episode, but the, the, you know, that's, you set the intention for 20 so that you just come in at 30. <laughs> I want to tell you what we have planned is to be able to spend time, like Jesse said, about 20 minutes in a teaching segment and another 30 to 40 minutes in Q&A of your questions or responses to that segment. We want to be able to bring up the ideas that have helped continuity, continuity in life. So it's not just a lot of little pieces that are stuck on the same timeline of a person. We wanna be able to help facilitate your timeline, your creation of your timeline to lead you where it is you wanna go. For me, I never even thought about what it is I really wanted 
until I was almost 25 years sober. I just kept living life, being happy, doing the best at what I was doing, having an amazing life. And it never occurred to me that I could actually orchestrate my own life. Like when I bought my house, it didn't occur to me that I could change landscaping in the house because now it's mine. Exactly. And, you know, in the, in the Eckhart Tolle manifestation class, he talks a lot about understanding that, you know, you can create the, you know, the secret. It became really big 15, 20 years ago. And it talked a lot about manifesting and, you know, using your energy to draw in what you want. My only issue with the secret was it left out a lot about the action part, right? <laughs> you, you can't, you can't say, sit on your couch and say, okay, I'm a coach and speaker who, in, who earns $8,000 or more per month as a coach and speaker, and then just sit on your couch couch and be like, okay, okay, $8,000 any day now, any day now, right? You got to get your ass up and you got to create that life. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to, and then two, like, and I do this with the podcast all the time is I bring up, oh yeah, what I'm talking about now, it was in this episode. So y'all, when we have one of these sober sessions, we're going to be showing you how what we're discussing, you know, this particular week ties into things that we've already discussed. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not going to be like, okay, this is a one-off and this, you know, that's it. You know, imagine it being like one of those, uh, you know, TV dramas or a sitcom where they've got the the storyline for that particular episode, but they're also this much bigger story arc that's playing off in the background. And, you know, where it's like, imagine, you know, uh, any of your favorite shows, there's always something that they're dealing with then and there, but there's also a storyline that they're dragging out through the entire season or, or and they're building up, you know, throughout the entire run of the show. That's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be doing topics that are happening that moment, but it's also going to be creating this entire story arc. That's a great way to phrase that, Jesse. It, I really like that. It fits in because it's what's going on now and how does it fit into the big picture? Yes. Yes. Um, well, that's it. I mean, I feel like I feel like we've given you all a really great idea of what we're going to be doing with our sober sessions. Again, it's going to be starting up on July 17th, 6, 6 Pacific, 9 Eastern. I've chosen July 17th with Sue because I love the number 17 and we just we're ready to go and we want to get this out there and there's so much to talk about and it's going to grow and check social media um, for ways to get a hold of the Zoom link because we're not going to just blast it out there because uh, we definitely don't want people uh, bombing our Zoom sessions. Um, there will be a pay win there will be a way for you to to uh, join this. Uh, we're going to be doing once or twice a month. We're going to be doing free. We know we're going to do it at least once, maybe twice. We'll we'll see how that works out. Uh, where it's the free sessions where we give overviews and we do a little teaching and Q and A. So you have an opportunity to taste it before you buy. Uh, real low buy in. It's going to be twenty five dollars a month for you guys to be able to join these once a week sessions. Um, we've thought about doing it for free, but we've definitely learned in the past that when people get things for free, they don't appreciate them appreciate them as much um you know you'll you'll notice your attendance drops off because you're like yeah whatever it's free it's no big deal um even something as small as a 25 dollar investment in yourself to make sure that you're showing up to these meetings once a week um fully present and ready to learn and ready to incorporate those lessons into your life and ready to actually participate through the q a sessions um it's going to be totally worth it uh we couldn't do it at any more of an affordable price I absolutely believe that this will be one of the most amazing things to add in to your already awesome sobriety and recovery system that you have in place. I agree. 
I am so excited about all of this, Jesse. Can't wait. Um, yeah, launching this week. Yeah. This week. I know. It's so great. We've been talking about this for so long. Um, it, uh, all the pieces are finally in place. And I really think that, you know, it's going to be it's it's going to be really just monumental. I really think that we're going to be able to make massive, we're going to be able to create together with everyone who participates massive change and not just their lives, but they're going to be able to take these lessons and they're going to start talking about it in their own community. And they're going to start talking about it within their family and their friendship circles. And, you know, what we all discuss in these things is really going to reverberate. You know, I always had this dream of, you know, somehow influencing a million lives to live their best self. And this is the beginning of that mission. Yeah, it is. It's the beginning of that mission. And I can't wait to take the first step. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there anything else you'd like to say as we wrap this episode up? Because uh, I'm just so happy you're involved. I, I really can't wait to see what you and I and, and everybody out there in, in our communities, what we create together. Jesse, I, all I want to say is you and I create magic when we talk together. And I'm so looking forward to sharing this with as many people as we can. And I want you to take this home. So the sooner we finish this episode, the sooner we start our launch. Yes, exactly. So I'm going to wrap this up, guys. If you want more information, uh, you can go over to Sue Mandel's, um, her social media. You can go over to my social media. Obviously, there's going to be lots of posts about this on my From Sobriety to Recovery page on Instagram, also From Sobriety to Recovery on um, Facebook. Right now, it's a page. We're going to launch a group from Sobriety to Recovery and put all of the Sober Session people into that. Sue's got her own um, Facebook groups that she's involved in. She Obviously, any of the posts that we make on Facebook about this on our own personal accounts are going to be made public to everybody, not just our friends. So you can go over there, depending on when you are finding this episode in the archive, or if you're listening to it fresh right now, when I post it on Sunday, you'll be able to find out where the session is. You'll be able to uh, get a link to the questionnaire uh, that you'll have to fill out. It's real simple. It's going to ask you a couple questions about your sobriety and recovery, just so that we can you know, vet everybody we send the Zoom to, because we do not want this getting Zoom bombed. So please, if you do fill out the questionnaire and you do show up, do not just willy-nilly send out the, um, the, the, the URL for the Zoom meeting because we want to make sure that we keep this private and, and just for the people who are supposed to be involved um, so that we can you know, make it a community that really embraces what we're doing. So we're so excited. I, I think I've said enough. Is there anything I may have missed right there, Sue, as far as details about the meeting that could be helpful? I don't think so. I think you've covered it all, Jesse. Oh, man. Uh, you know, I really would I just to hit stop record and then start record and start teaching people now, but we'll wait. <laughs> I know. I know. It's so exciting. <sighs> it's, it, it is. It is. All right. So for everybody out there, inclusivity over exclusivity, the power of positive energy, release and flow. Another podcast episode coming out soon. Sober Session starts July 17th of 2020. It is finally here. It is finally time. Sue, just thank you for being you. I cannot wait to embark on this journey with you. Me too. Looking forward to it. And we will start in six days. Exactly. All right, everybody, check us out, Sober Sessions. Go over to our social media, find the links. As always, please subscribe, rate, review on whatever your favorite podcasting app is. That stuff's always helpful. And until we meet again, goodbye, my friends. Mm-hmm.